When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And stop! Actually, here we go. It's Here We Go, the Steelers show. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. This show is hosted by Katie Smith as well, and we're glad to talk to you. And it's the bye week, so we've got new music to get through the bye week blues, Katie. Yeah, that was uh, that was reminiscent of some of like the uh, the little '90s rave parties I used to go to. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know, got a little uh, jumping around vibe to it all. The old the old one had that funky bass line. This one's got a little bit more of a, I don't know, a little nine inch nails thing going on there. I don't know what that was. It kind of yeah, works. I like when you change but... it up. Speaking of music, I, I got to throw this in. So last night, I, being the good father that I am, accompanied my five year old daughter to the movie of Taylor Swift's concert on the Eras Tour, whatever she's calling it. Two hours and 50 minutes in a movie theater of screaming tweens shouting out Taylor Swift songs. I think I think I built up some solid credit in the dad bank on that one. You did, but I see your two hours and 50 minutes, and I raise you a jeweled crown and a pink sash, and the sash said the Heartbreak Prince on it along with an iridescent rainbow-type silver shirt all made by my daughter as I went to 
the Eras Tour movie as well on Friday. Oh, there you go, man. There, and All right. You, yeah, you got me. You went in costume. Kevin, I don't know what you thought. I'm going to actually say phenomenal. It was fantastic. And it was quite, quite a production, man. I mean, the music aside, the sets and the the costumes and the production of it all. I mean... I know the I know the tickets were absurd, but uh, she was giving she was giving people an honest effort for their for their money. That's for sure. You know why it ruined concerts? I want every concert to be at my movie theater now. Yeah, it was that good. Yeah, okay. And now, Steelers fans, here we go: the Taylor <laughs> Swift show with Kevin and Brian. <laughs> hey, we don't have Travis Kelsey, but we, <laughs> I could go through. That. Now, I was you know what I was thinking during that though, Kevin. It's the bye week, so we can do this. I would love to open a theater. I'm thinking Steelers games would be so awesome like this. Imagine Steelers games at the IMAX. Yes, yeah. I would you love could, that. You're three and out on a on a 150 foot screen. Yeah. <laughs> and hear Fire Canada and awesome surround sound. Yeah. <laughs> Fire Canada already is in surround sound. <laughs> All right, serious question. Do you think that the Fire Canada stuff has crossed the line? No, from you it, know, has it become has it become too personal? No, but I will address this. I'm so glad you brought this up. Here's the deal: as a fan, that's what you're relating to right now with other fans. That everybody, every Steeler fan that comes up to me and knows that I'm still Curtain Network and knows that I do this every single day, they want to talk about the Steelers when they talk to me. And I never get tired of it. That's one of the glories of having this, this soapbox that we're on. That's one of the glories of being in this position and having, having this outlet. And it's so great. We get to talk about the Steelers. Everybody wants to talk. We know we're not experts. We're just fans with a voice that happen to be blessed to have this podcast. But people treat us like experts. And you don't let it go to your head, but you also have your opinion because we have, we also have the advantage of knowing some inside stuff here and there. And we get the inside stuff here and there and, and people want to hear our opinions. Sometimes they'll just say, I just want your opinion. So people are bonding over the fire Canada thing. It's one thing that they will have in common when Canada's gone, it's going to go towards is Kenny Pickett good enough? Is Patrick Peterson too old? There's there's always something, the yeah buts. And there's so many yeah butters out there. And we know it. But that's, there's all, everybody's always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Remember, when the Steelers win the Super Bowl, there's, there's guys out there, there's fans out there that will be like, yeah, they won, but they're not going to do it next year. They're not going to repeat. They're not gonna, I mean, just, I mean, this is minutes after the game. Just enjoy it. I have a friend that he could be invited to a Super Bowl, excuse me, a Super Bowl party that turned into a supermodel orgy. And you know what? He'd be like, eh, it was okay. But I mean, I'll never get to do this again. I mean, yeah, he's just that way. He's a great Steeler fan, but he's like that. So it hasn't crossed a line. I, I know some people th think it has. It hasn't. But and here's the big but. It's fruitless now, Kevin. It really is. Because it is not happening. 
There is no way it's happening. If it were to happen, which we didn't think it would, but if it were to happen, it was going to happen last Monday or at the latest Tuesday. When Tuesday rolled around and he was still there, the man is safe. And we know why he's safe. And I keep on sounding this bell, and you're going to hear me continue to sound this bell. It is not Mike Tomlin's call. I know that for an absolute fact. It is not Mike Tomlin's call. If it was Mike Tomlin's call, there would be somebody else in there. And that is the bottom line. Um, And that's a protected source. But I will say this. It is definitely Art Rooney. So when I see people out there, and I saw an article last week, I don't know where it was, but Mike Tomlin needs to answer for Canada being around. When you hear that, you don't know what you're talking about. And I never insult fans, but I'm telling you right now, if you're going to blame Tomlin for this, blame him for a bunch of other things, but not this. There you go. So that's why it hasn't crossed the line. No, that's an excellent answer. And obviously it's a business and you're employed in a, uh, statistically uh, result oriented field and you got to produce and that, and if you don't produce, then you're gone. And I think that that's the thing that Steelers fans are looking at. And they're saying he hasn't produced the offense hasn't produced. Why isn't he gone? And then the you, point blame that you make though. Yeah. The point you make is that well, the, because there are other considerations that most fans are not aware of and that uh, are largely out of Mike Tomlin's hands. And I agree. I, I know. I know the source. You know that you're taught. You're referring to, and I, and I can confirm to people that yeah, I, Brian's right. And it's a it's a decision being made at the top. And you know w- whether that's the Steeler way or uh, or whether it's because they still believe in Matt Canada. It is what it is. And the hope, of course, now. I mean, if we if we put that to bed, if you just say, all right, let, let's live with it. And, and move forward, the hope is that coming out of the bye week, something similar happens to the 2023 Steelers that happened last year. Because last year, coming out of the bye, that, that offense improved significantly. And the Steelers were able to develop a formula to win football games. They, were, they ran the ball well. They played good defense. And they were opportunistic. Uh, and Kenny Pickett produced in big moments, like he did – Again, against the Ravens in week five, right before the bye. So if the Steelers can put something similar together in the second half this season, then it will be warranted to have to have kept Matt Canada, even if maybe all the numbers don't seem to justify it. And there's so much more to be said about that. And it's it's really funny because, again, we've and you've heard me say this. You've heard me shouting this for a long time. And this, and also, don't say that if Dan Rooney were alive, that this would this would still be okay, because under Dan Rooney, we did the same. We saw the same type of stuff. And the reason I'm, and you know, I I'll fight you if you if you say anything about Dan Rooney because he is he is the uh, end all for me. He's a saint. He's Saint Dan to me. I love the man. And I'm talking even more than Art. He is uh, more responsible for almost 
any good stuff that you've seen from the Pittsburgh Steelers, even when Art Rooney was alive through four Super Bowls. I have no problem ever saying that. He was the general manager. He was everything. Now, but they hold on to coaches and they let them expire. Bruce Arians didn't have any time left on his deal. They didn't really fire him. Now, Bruce Arians will say they fired me. They didn't. They just did not rehire him. Todd Haley, not fired, not rehired. Let it run out. Randy Feetner, who it's inexplicable how, seriously, he was kind of worse than Canada. The only reason he wasn't worse than Canada on paper, and we weren't crying as much. And if you go back a couple of years, we were crying just as much. There was fire Feetner stuff, but this has just gone to a different level because you still had Ben Roethlisberger there. And Ben Roethlisberger was able to override him. Kenny Pickett is not. But Randy Feetner, not fired, inexplicably, but not rehired. So the deal ends with Matt Canada. I will bet my car, I will bet my house that unless they win the Super Bowl this year, that Matt Canada is not getting rehired. He's good, as good as gone. You just have to, you've got less than 90 days, probably, unless there's a run. So you have less than, you have between 90 and 120 days left of Matt Canada. He will be gone. But we just can't fathom the fact, because you know in your job, I know in my job, I know in both my jobs, because I consider this a job, I consider the pharmaceutical industry a job. Well, it is. It's my income. But I know if I don't produce, I am gone. And we hate that when we see this right now. And when we see him there, we are angry when we, and we don't know, we discussed this last week, but we get angry, Kevin, when we see him not celebrating. Now there's many reasons for that. And you said it last week, Hey, there's so many things that you're thinking about the next play, but everybody's going crazy. Mike Tomlin's fist bumping. Everybody's happy. Matt Canada. Like I said, he's dead inside. I think Matt Canada I don't blame him if he wants out. And if Matt Canada's not putting resumes around right now, I would be shocked too. But it's just, it's the fact that the Rooney family, it goes back to Dan, it could have gone back to Art, whatever, just did not fire guys. I don't know of Dan, I don't know of Dan Rooney firing any coach because he really didn't have to, but you know this as well as I, if you go back to 98, 99, and 2000, Fans were calling for Cowher's head. But now, he's the last guy. And everybody would be shocked that anybody ever wanted Cowher fired. But it was true. People wanted Noel fired at the end of the Noel tenure. People want... Believe it or not, and I know I'm talking way too long, Kevin, but believe it or not, the next guy, whether it's whoever it is, whether it's a guy you've never heard of, whether it's Mike Vrabel, whether it's Nick Sirianni, whoever it is, you know what? They're going to be waxing poetically about how great Mike Tomlin was. And that's the way we are as fans. Because 
there's always a problem with the new guy. Yeah, there's always a problem with the new guy. <laughs> there's a, there's usually a problem with the existing guy. Yep. I mean, you know, the Eagles on Sunday lost a dreadful game to the Jets where they they seemed like they had that game. And then Jalen Hurts with less than two minutes to go and the Eagles protecting a lead through a terrible interception that led to a Jets touchdown and the Jets knocked the Eagles off. And, you know, Jalen Hurts, man, he's been to Philly fans. He is a, as popular an athlete as there is in that town. Maybe maybe Bryce Harper, Harper is the most popular guy right now because the Phillies are in the midst of a of a playoff run. But Jalen Hurts is as popular in Philly as it gets. There's Jalen Hurts jerseys everywhere around my area. People love him. And <laughs> that game wasn't five minutes old. And I got like, you know, on a, on a text thread of a bunch of my buddies, like Jalen Hurts sucks. I knew this guy was a fraud, you know, all that. <laughs> it's just this knee jerk stuff, you know, you react to the latest moment. And unfortunately, that's the nature of the beast. But the Canada thing is not a moment at, at this point, obviously. It's a pattern. And there's a big difference. And I think that's why people have such a hard time with it because they feel as though they're, the proof's in the pudding. And why why do we continue to to suffer with this when there could be an alternative? But as you and I have talked about, it's just it's a lot more complicated than that. And I like how you said it's not a moment. I'm going to say it's a movement now. It is definitely a movement by the fans, and that's why it's being done. It's fruitless, but... If you need to vent and this is how you vent, that's fine. But leave them alone, though. The minute I hear any harassment, you'll hear me going crazy. Don't harass the man. He's a human being. Just because he's not good at his job and it affects your happiness doesn't affect your life, though. And, the, and there you go. So remember that there's a human being here, and that's hard for us to do sometimes. But... Uh, the whole Canada thing is absolutely crazy, but I, I have some other other stuff to talk about with Matt Canada. But I want to talk about the league, though. And parody is definitely going to sneak in here, and we're going to talk about that with both undefeated teams going down on Sunday, and we're going to talk about why not the Steelers making a move and why they can make a move coming out of the break and it has nothing to do with the rest it has something to do with a big return we'll be back right after this it's here we go the Steelers show on fans first sports networks steel curtain network It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. 
Listen to the deal on Spotify. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. And we are back. It's here we go, the Steelers show. We are your host, Kevin Smith and Brian Anthony Davis. That's me. The other voice you hear is KT, the award-winning coach from Ocean City High School. How's the season going, my friend? We're getting uh, getting close to crunch time, man. We're gearing up for for the playoffs. And, you know, it looks like we're going to qualify, so that'll be exciting because uh, it just you know it's a, it's a different type of football when the when the weather gets a little bit colder and here at the jersey shore man it gets to mid to late october it gets damp and the wind starts howling and the nature of the game changes a little bit gets a little more smash mouth in terms of uh, the style of play etc so getting to be crunch time for us we i mean we started our season august 25th so it's, you know the play it's our it's the last week of the regular season coming up and then it's the playoffs so crazy how fast it goes let's talk about the playoffs in the Pittsburgh Steelers and let's go ahead and talk about the ocean city red Raiders as well, because at the beginning of the season, you had some injuries, you had some struggles, and now there's a possibility that you are going to qualify for the playoffs. And it looks like you are anything can happen in the playoffs. And that's the same thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I mean, I think the Steelers right now are in a really interesting position because when you look at the AFC North, it's really up for grabs. I mean, it was a strong weekend for the AFC North with Cincinnati holding on at home to beat a good Seattle team. Uh, The Ravens going over to London and knocking off Tennessee. And then the Browns really pulling off one of the biggest upsets of the season without Deshaun Watson in the lineup, knocking off. San Francisco, you know, San Francisco was missing Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, so that hurt them. But that Browns defense really made Brock Purdy, for one of the few times 
in his young career, you know, look like a seventh round draft pick. So, so you, you think about the AFC North and you say, well, it's the only division in football where every team is at least 500 or better. And they're coming off a week where the division went undefeated. And where do the Steelers fit in in all of that? And they're right there. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers are right there. Every team in the division is flawed. Every team team is flawed. And including the Steelers, of course. And it really feels as though it's the team that can either fix its flaws the fastest or find a way to mitigate them the best that will inevitably win the division. Right. And I and as I'm looking at the at these teams, you know, it just I mean, quickly, right? Baltimore seems to be the, the the best overall team, but boy, they they hurt themselves a lot. I mean, the last two weeks they've gone, they've only scored two touchdowns in their last ten red zone trips. I mean, if if they if they can't fix that, that's going to be a problem for them. You know, Pittsburgh's got the offensive issues, uh, but they but the Steelers, to their credit, seem to win ugly. Man, they they win games somehow when when the offense doesn't play great and and that gives them a chance and Pittsburgh got a fairly soft schedule down the stretch and then Cleveland has a one of the best defenses in the NFL and that's always going to keep them in games even even without Nick Chubb and and they've got a soft schedule down down the stretch and and then Cincinnati you know if they can if they can ever get it together if they can get that offense moving which is crazy how bad they've been on offense considering how much talent they have They've got a shot, you know, so like every team has flaws in the AFC North, but every team's got a shot. And and to answer your question, why not the Steelers? Exactly. Why not? Because really, when you look at the division, it's easy to see a 10 and 7 team winning it. And and the Steelers can absolutely go 10 and 7, given given their schedule. And, you know, if they can if they can remedy some of their offensive woes. So they're right there right now, Brian. And that's exciting. Well, let's talk about some of the big guys in the entire league and two of them went down on Sunday and there is no longer undefeated teams. And I thought it was going to be a long time. I thought the San Francisco 49ers were 15 and two, 14 and three at worst, but there's always that they got to stay healthy. And now Christian McCaffrey's out of that game. And now Debo Samuel's out of that game. If you lose those guys, it's a lot easier to make Brock Purdy ordinary, like you said. And that's exactly what happened. So when those guys go down, San Francisco is still, they're still a playoff team. You know that. But there's a chink in the armor now. Now you look at Philadelphia, fans have not thought they've been right all year and they were undefeated. And I'm like, Philly fans, stop. But Go ahead and look at the AFC. Who are the three teams that everybody thought, okay, there's only three teams that are going to compete unless you're the Miami Dolphins and people were not really thinking of the Dolphins at the beginning of the season, maybe as a uh, a dark horse. But Kansas City lost their first game to a good team. They have not been playing amazing teams, Kevin. And they barely beat the New York Jets. They barely beat the Minnesota Vikings. And when they beat those teams, they had a lot of help from the referees. And if you're sure, every fan base is going to say my team got screwed by the officials, but I'm not a fan of any of those teams. And just as an out, as outside eyes, man, Kansas City got away with murder twice. 
and that was recently. That was uh, the last, not this past week, but two before. So with that being said, Buffalo, Buffalo has two losses. They don't look solid. Right. The Bengals, I think the Bengals are going to rebound, but they still have three losses on this year. You know, you have teams that we mentioned Buffalo, we mentioned Kansas City. No one's perfect. So why not the Steelers? Why not anybody in the North? Why not somebody sneaking in? You've got teams that are now three and three in the Raiders. The commanders in the league are now three and three after being below 500. You have the Texans that are even three and three. So parity has set in, and there's going to be a lot of teams buying. There's only a few teams, excuse me, vying for that spot, for those seven spots. And there's only a few teams that you could say are already probably eliminated. With that being said, the Steelers need some help, and they're going to get it, Kevin. And it's a return. So my question to you is please explain to me the differences that Deontay Johnson is going to make in week seven and beyond if he comes back unflawed and stays healthy. Yeah. Well, you know, before I answer that question, let me let me jump in on, on something you were just talking about. It's amazing how quickly for it's amazing how good. NFL coaches are in general. I mean, we, we spent the first half of the show talking about, oh, Matt Canada is terrible. And now I'm pivoting to, to talk about how good NFL coaches are. But one of the reasons that Matt Canada has struggled is because coaches in the NFL are just, just are so good. I mean, he was a successful college coordinator who earned this job largely on that success. And he hasn't been able to match it because NFL coaches can figure people out fairly quickly. And you, you think about the struggles of the Bengals offense. That was an offense that as recently as a year ago looked so dynamic with all of those young playmakers that you just pegged them to be one of the best offenses in the league. And they've been bad this year. They're averaging 16 points a game. That's 28th in the NFL. I mean, they're, they, they won on Sunday, but they had 215 yards of offense. I mean, Seattle had 380 some, they got outgained by 170 yards. Uh, and you know they were able to sort of just cobble together a win. As you and I, you and I are recording the show on Sunday night. I mean, as, as we're recording the show, the the Bills are losing to the Giants six to nothing. I mean, the the Bills have scored, are, 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 and it's almost halftime. I mean, the Bills are being shut out uh, over the course of a half by the Giants, who are one of the worst teams in the NFL. And my point is that if you can't continually uh, game plan on a week in and week out basis and out scheme your opponent. Uh, the talent disparity is just not wide enough for you to, to maintain a long period of success. Te- teams will catch up to you fast if they can get a beat on what you're doing and, and figure it out and learn how to take it away. And, and that's why, man, you, you constantly have to have fresh ideas and you constantly have to be uh, executing well. You can't afford lapses in play in the NFL is just too good. And, and the, the, you know, you brought up the parody word. I mean, the, the talent level is just too similar across the board for teams to not be at their best weekend and week out. And I think we're really seeing that right now in the league. We definitely are. And that is something that you can say, even though you think the Pittsburgh Steelers are horrible and there's no reason to say that they're not, but they still have three wins out of five games. They're three and two. And they've got a favorable schedule, like you mentioned. So I am going to go ahead and take a look at that schedule. 
But I do want to talk about the Deontay Johnson factor first. Yes, absolutely. And, yeah. and how Deontay Johnson can go ahead and make that a week schedule pretty strong for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. So the thing that Deontay Johnson does that nobody else in Pittsburgh's lineup can do is he can he can get himself open. I mean, the Steelers don't have a lot of guys who can create separation on their own. And one of the criticisms of Matt Canada has been that he doesn't scheme receivers open, that the scheme is not good enough to simply get guys who are not maybe necessarily players who can create their own separation to get them open because of how he's manipulating a defense. Deontay Johnson can do that. Uh, he's got that quick twitch uh, ability to separate in, in short spaces. You know, you look at George Pickens. I mean, George Pickens is a different animal, man. Like he's kind of open when he's covered because uh, of his ability to get to, to the football and win like jump balls and his incredible strength at the point of attack. But he's not a guy who uh, is going to create a lot of separation. He's going to win because of his uh, physical attributes at, at the ballpoint. But Johnson's a guy who can make dudes miss, who can who can uh, you know cut and 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 redirect. Uh, he's got that quick change of pace ability, that that COD, that change of direction everybody likes to talk about. Um, and that just is a security blanket for Kenny Pickett, right? Kenny Pickett needs some easy throws in this offense. If you look at the Steelers so far this year, there's just so many instances where people are getting on Kenny Pickett. Uh, but when you look at the all 22 film, there's just not a lot of guys open. And one of the things Deontay Johnson does is he gets open. And so if the Steelers need easy throws for Pickett to get his confidence going, if they need a, a guy that they know that they can go to on third and four who can move the chains, if they need to be able to exploit a hole in the defense because maybe the defense is compensating, widening their safeties to cover Pickens up the sideline, they know that they can get Deontay Johnson into those seams. So he's... He's not the Steelers' most dynamic receiver, but he's certainly the, the steadiest and the guy uh, who I think that they can rely on the most. And that's a huge thing for them to get back. So also with the fact that they're going to be keying on other players and you have that addition, and hopefully we'll be seeing the return of Pat Frymuth pretty soon as well, the Steelers can be at full strength if they continue to get healthy and a bye week also helps with that. And remember, just the fact that it's an early bye doesn't mean that they're going to struggle because we saw that in 2001 when the Steelers had their bye week gone right away. It was like week three was their bye week. And then they had to because they had an odd number of teams. So with that, the Steelers still went 13-3 and three, and they lost their first game of the season. And they only lost two games in that the rest of that stretch. So it's, that was, of course, a different Steelers team. But the bye week, when it is, can be controlled. I mean, can't be controlled by the team, but they can control the level of play. And they will continue to be fine. The Steelers are a good team after the bye, like you said. And when we take a look at this schedule, we've got to feel pretty good about it. So this is what I want to do. I'm going to give you the records of the teams. I'm not going to answer. I'm just going to ask you to answer, Kevin. And let's see where this Steelers record goes starting next week in Los Angeles. And I'm going to ask you for a win or a loss from these teams. 
think the Steelers are very good coming off the bye. Mike Tomlin's got an excellent career record coming out of the bye week. And I think the Steelers will go out to L.A. and win that game. All right. The next week is a home game with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They went ahead and they won their most recent game. But and that was against the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday. But they're a weird team as well. Yeah, I mean, they're another team where you're not sure what you're going to get week to week. And unfortunately, you know, I'd love to be able to start rattling off a whole bunch of wins in a row for the Steelers. But the Steelers' M.O. has often been to follow up a a pleasantly surprising win or a really solid effort with a disappointing one. Like we saw earlier this season, beat the, you know, uh, two wins in a row, beat the Browns, beat Vegas, but then go out and drop a clunker to Houston. I can see them losing in in week three at home against Jacksonville. For whatever reason, the Steelers just don't have a great history, at least recently, against the Jags. So, so let, as much as I hate to say it, but I, I just I that one that game worries me. No, that's realistic, and I like that. There's two back to back home games after that, and it's so that is three games in a row at Acrisure, starting with the Jaguars game. Then you have the disappointing Titans and the disappointing Packers following up a loss with the Jaguars that we are projecting. So do you think they could double dip and beat both the Titans and Packers? I do. I think they win both those games. You know, I think Tennessee is a team that the Steelers are, uh, they match up well against right now, especially, you know, I mean, the Titans are not very dynamic in the passing game. And I think the Steelers are, are, uh, are solid against the run right now. And I think that they'll, you know, they'll, they're not really, I don't think Tennessee has the weapons really. To, to, to beat the Steelers at home. Uh, and then that Green Bay team, I think, is, a, is a, a missing some identity right now. You know, I mean, Jordan Love has had some good weeks and some bad ones, but they don't feel as a, like a team that really knows what they want to be exactly. So I think that those are two games that the Steelers can win. I agree as well. And I agree with the Jacksonville game with you. So we are completely on the same page here. So six and three going into a double dip in Ohio at the Browns and at the Bengals. Yeah. You know, I don't know in what order, but that feels like a split to me, right? You know, like I feel like they're going to get one and they're going to lose one. And I probably, if I had to bet, I would say that they'd probably lose the game in Cleveland because I don't know if they sweep the Browns and win the one in Cincinnati because historically they've been really good in Cincinnati. But uh, I, I that feels like a one and one split. All right. I'll take it. They're seven and four going into December. And it's once again, two back-to-back home games, just like what we talked about. You've got another Thursday night game in there, like it was with the Titans. So you've got the Cardinals on December 3rd and the Patriots on December 7th, two teams that are once again, not very good. The Cardinals do not do well in Pittsburgh. In fact, I don't know if, uh, I don't know when the last time the Cardinals won in Pittsburgh, but I don't think it was in our lifetime, Kevin. Yeah, I don't. I I remember like a a Sunday night or a Monday night game a while ago. The Steelers losing out in Arizona. I think I think I even remember the score like twenty to seventeen. It was nineteen ninety four. Is that that long ago? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was the Buddy Ryan era. Oh my goodness. Um. But, you know, those are two games the Steelers should win. Uh, but if they win both those games, this, 
as as we're looking at this, the Steelers are nine and four, and I don't believe they're a nine and four football team. So I think they drop one of those two. I think they drop one of those two, and you and I, uh, and everybody else at Steel Curtain Network are doing podcasts, like just like how do they lose that game? How do they lose that game? But they lose one of those two because because to me, eight and five feels a whole lot more realistic than nine and nine and four. All right, I I, I can. Uh... I don't know if they're going to lose both of those games. The game I could see them, uh, I'm with you, so I'm going to agree with that. Here's a game I see them losing. The Colts are a weird team. It's in Indianapolis. So they play at 8-5, and five, they're playing the Colts. How do you feel about that game? I think they win that game. I just I feel as though, again, that's a good matchup for them. Yeah, you know, even if, if Anthony Richardson comes back, which he will, he'll probably be back by then, the Steelers, uh, even though I know what happened with C.J. Stroud, historically they do really well against rookie quarterbacks. So I can see them winning that game for sure. All right, 9-5. and five. The Bengals on December 23rd coming to Pittsburgh. I want to say that they win that game, but I don't think they sweep the Bengals. I can see them losing that game. I think by by December, I think the Bengals are going to be playing some good football. They're at nine and six. Then you have December 31st, New Year's Eve at Seattle. I don't know how good Seattle is, but I know how good Seattle is at home. Yeah. What do you think? I know they end the season with the Ravens, right? Yes. And so you got to go at Seattle, at Baltimore to end. And that feels, of course, like, are they going to lose both those games? But somehow they're going to figure out how to win one. Because these are the Steelers, right? They always lose games that we think that they should win. And they always win games that we expect them to lose. And if you go into the last two weeks of the season, at Seattle, at Baltimore, you say, they're going to lose those two games. And yet, it won't shock me even a little bit if they win one of them. And I don't know which one they're going to win, but... Uh, but I figure, I feel that they will. And, and so it's easy, right, Brian, it's easy to look at, at that schedule and say the Steelers are a 10 and seven football team. I mean, it, it's hard to say it. Like when you look at, at how they've played so far this year, you know, you look at how they played and you've gone like, man, they're lucky to be three and two, but this, they could easily be one and five or one and four right now. But then you look at the, at the schedule and the way it all sets up. And and it's it's easy to see them at, at ten and seven. You you could even make an argument that they could be eleven and six if they win both those those games against Arizona and and, and New England. What do you think? Yeah, seven and five down the stretch after the bye is realistic, and it's also realistic to say five and seven as well. But you know, if you if you just split that, there's twelve games to go. If you split that, six and six. This is a nine and eight team. And in this crazy division, that's enough to sneak in. Do you want to? I know Steeler fans do not want the Steelers to be just enough to sneak in. But remember, we talked about the P word and it's parody, and you never know what happens when they get there. So, Kevin Smith, here we go. We've got the bye week behind us. Because the bye week's gone. Sunday's gone. Tuesday is always the start of the new week. Because that's when the press conferences are. So there's a Mike Tomlin press conference coming up today. I got to tell you, we survived the bye week. 
yeah, now it's time to lock in, man. Here it comes. This is it. It's a it's a nonstop run from here to the end of the season. So it's going to be exciting. And you absolutely want the Steelers to qualify for the playoffs. You want Kenny Pickett to play in a playoff game to get that experience under his belt. Um, and and it's doable. You know, we looked at we just talked about the schedule. It's absolutely doable with or without Matt Canada. And I think that that uh, as a Steeler fan, if you're not excited for it, you're cheating yourself, man. Be excited because it's worth being excited about. And I cannot wait. We are going to be here every step of the way. And it's hard for us to do a dude of the week because the Steelers didn't play. But you and I are children of the 70s. And we have been around a long time. And we do, as much as we love our Pittsburgh Steelers and talking about football, we love talking about pop culture. At the beginning of the show, we talked about Taylor Swift. I've got to bring up, do a dude of the week. Or if it's a dudette of the week. (laughs) <laughs> but we lost a great one today. Yes, we you know. Uh, actually, on Sunday, we lost a great one. And if you were a red-blooded American kid, especially a boy, growing up in the 1970s, and you just happened to come across Three's Company, you had a crush on Suzanne Summers. Yeah, she's a, she's the only one of that, of that trio left now, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, John Ritter left us way too soon. What a, what a talented and funny man he was. And yes, yeah, Suzanne Summers passed away over the weekend. That was that was kind of a shocker. I texted that to my wife. I was like, I was like, R.I.P. Suzanne Summers. I, I was really, you know, I don't know. Just that made me feel like they're just. She wasn't a person I, you know, I had much of an attachment to, other than like you said, as a, as a as a young boy, like you know, kind of being awed by the beautiful blonde woman on on television, but. Over the years, you know, you have that attachment to your childhood. You just yeah. you hear a certain name and you, and, it, and it brings you back to a certain place. So she would always remind me of, of you know, just images from my childhood. and A simpler time. Like that, it's sad, yeah. So, yeah, 76 years old. Um, a fantastic comedic genius uh, on that show. I am such a big fan of that show, whether it be Norman Fell and Audra Lindley, the Ropers, whether it was, uh, of course, Don Knotts as Ralph Furley, whether it was Richard <laughs> Klein as, and Dude, Richard Klein was alive, Richard Klein as Larry, and Larry Dallas, and then you had John Ritter, Suzanne Summers, and uh, Joyce DeWitt. And yeah. there, there were some more bit players in there, but those were your main characters. Uh, I got to tell you that... I remember that well, because as much as the Steelers were a fabric of eight-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old Brian Davis, so was Three's Company, and Suzanne Summers was a part of it. Steelers didn't play this week. Let's just salute the brilliant career of the late Suzanne Summers, gone too soon at the age of 76. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get on out of here. It's going to be a great week. Catch Kevin Smith on. Not just Here We Go, the Steelers show, but catch him on our NFL affiliate. Also catch him on fansfirstsports.com, the brilliant writing of KT Smith as well. I tell you what, I'm not saying this because he's on the computer screen, um, on the other end of the computer screen with me. I am saying that if you don't check out Kevin Smith's work, then you are missing on a free clinic of Pittsburgh Steelers and sports in general. So definitely check out the work of Kevin Smith. And if you want to laugh in an ineptitude, then you have the work of Brian Anthony Davis. That's what I'm here for as well. 
So for Kevin Smith, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. Kevin, any last thoughts? No, man. Let's get it going. Let's get back into the game, man. I'm ready to I'm ready to roll. All right, answer one question for me. Actually, answer this phrase for me. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for them hypocycloids. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.